What's up guys? Hope everyone's having a great day today. Thank you so much for stopping by the Life Coach Zach podcast. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Music, please subscribe and leave a review. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe and drop a comment. Uh, this is going to be a four-part series of my journey to Ironman Cosmel. Ironman Cosmel is in Mexico. It's on November 21st, 2021. This is going to be my second Ironman this year, second Ironman in my career. Uh, I finished Ironman Tulsa back in May 2021 at 16 hours and 18 minutes. So my goal for Ironman Cozumel is 16 hours and 17 minutes. I want to get faster each and every single time. And if it means I'm getting one minute faster, I'm accomplishing my goal. So how am I going to get one minute faster? Well, I first want to take a step back and tell you a little bit about Ironman Cozumel and why it's considered one of the hardest tracks on the Ironman circuit. Cozumel is in Mexico, and if you're not familiar with geography, Mexico is very close to the equator. It's hot. It's hot in Mexico. And even though it's going to be no late November and it's towards the end of fall, transitioning into early winter, uh, it's the, the temperature is still going to be really hot. Um, the second reason why Cozumel is a tough is a tough course is because it's an open water ocean swim in the Gulf, and compared to Tulsa and most races on the Ironman circuit, which are lake swims, there's no current, right? Even though it's open water in a lake, there's no waves, and in Cozumel, there's going to be waves. Um, there's going to be I, we don't know which way the current's going to go. It's it's very uncertain up until the weekend and the day of the race. Uh, it could either hurt us or it could help us. So swimming in the ocean um, is a lot tougher than swimming in a lake. And that's something that I'm going to have to really, really prepare for. And how I've been preparing for this ocean swim is uh, I've been doing longer swims in the, in the pool and I've been working on holding my breath longer. Uh, while I swim. Pretty simple, right? And then the third reason why Cosmel is a really tough track uh, is because there are jellyfish. There's a lot, a lot of jellyfish in the ocean. And, uh, you know, no one likes to get stung by jellyfish, right? It would be pretty awful to come out of the water into T1, transition one for anyone that doesn't know what that means, and have jelly bites, jellyfish stings, right all of my legs and all over my arms. So that's something that uh, you can't really, I mean, I'll, I'll look into it. I don't know if there's really anything you can do uh, to prevent jellyfish things. It seems like it just, it is what it is. Uh, but that's the third reason or the second reason why uh, Cosmo, or third reason, I can't remember what number I'm on, why Cosmel is a really tough track. The next reason, because I don't know what number I'm on, why Cosmel is a really tough course is because there is a, uh, very strong wind, very, very strong wind. And even though this won't affect you on the swim, it is brutal on the bike. Nothing's worse than, than biking into the wind. Uh, so, and, and you race around the whole island of Cozumel. So regardless, there will be a time and portion of the race at least two, three, four times when I'm biking tens of miles into the wind. So that is going to be really, really tough. And then the last reason why Cozumel is going to be tough 
Oh, I think that's all the reasons. I think that's all the reasons. So this race, I'm really looking forward to. I'm really, really excited. Uh, it's October 11, 2021, and I'm feeling really good. Uh, as far as my injuries go, they're pretty much gone. I mean, I was dealing with an inflamed left hip flexor, SOA, and uh, I had a right broken wrist, fractured wrist that's been healing really well. And... Um, Micro tears in my right Achilles are are, are doing okay. Uh, my right knee, which if you don't know, I've had two knee surgeries, a full ACL reconstruction and a meniscus tear, both in the right knee. Um, inflammation is really down there. Pain is really down there. Um, been taking a lot of fish oil, omega-3s every morning, two capsules around 1,300 milligrams with uh, my food. Um, and my, my pain in my right knee is uh, significantly lower on top of all of that. I've been super intentional about my diet, uh, high fat, high protein diet, low carbohydrates, eat an avocado every single day. I've been eating salmon two, three, four times a week if, uh, if possible. And, uh, I've been reducing a lot of my gluten intake and reducing a lot of my sugar intake. So uh, I don't put any sugar in my coffee. I don't drink any soda. I've really minimized the sweets. I, I have a severe chronic uh, sweet tooth disorder, meaning you're just obsessed with candy and ice cream. And I've been sticking strong to my guns. That That is not something I can consume, especially six weeks out from race day. Uh, so... You mix all that with a daily meditation practice and getting to sleep early and uh, just trying to be present and living like like really happy, like live just really, really happy. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really strong. As far as training goes, I've been biking four times a week, at least 12 miles every time. I've been running three times a week, at least four miles every single time. And I've been swimming about five days a week, at least 1,200 yards every single time. So I'm hitting my, I'm hitting my minimums. I'm hitting my minimums. Now, are minimums enough to successfully complete the Ironman? Yes, they are. But we need to push harder. We have to push harder in life. We must push our boundaries. We must push our limits if we want to grow. And growth is on the other end of fear. And, and when our mind says, Zach, you've ran five miles, you hit the minimum, stop, stop, stop. I'm going to talk to my mind. I'm going to say, hey, mind, look, I see you. I hear you. I acknowledge you. We're going to go another mile. And this next mile is going to be faster than the last one. And that that's the mindset you got to have if you want to accomplish something like an Ironman. Ironman is not easy, right? Um, but it's super ironic because now that I've – I'm now 14 months into training for Ironman. This is going to be my second Ironman. I've ran a marathon at, at under four hours. I've done a half Ironman and um, I've been training consistently this entire time. I got to say, I, I'm at a point now uh, when it comes to my relationship with Ironman that, that this race is too easy. And I mean that this race is, it's too easy. It's too fucking easy, right? I, it's been my attitude. It's been my mindset. It's been my mental this entire time that, that I'm, and I'm going to say something. So I'm going to say something a little vulgar right here, but this is just, this is my mantra. It's a uh, Iron Man is for pussies. Iron Man is for pussies and I need a harder race. Okay. This race is for pussies and, uh, you know, I'm going to fucking dominate. I'm going to fucking dominate this race. I don't care what you throw at me. I'm going to finish this race and I'm going to finish this race strong. 
and I'm going to finish it stronger than I finished the last one. And that's what I'm going to do every single day until the day I die, no matter what it is, right? Whether it's relationships, whether it's family, whether it's work, whether it's uh, a project, uh, finishing a book, whatever it is, I'm going to give all of me to anything that I do. And, and if I'm not doing that, then I'm, I'm slapping God in the face. And that's my attitude. I am slapping God in the face. Um, but on the upside end of the token, I'm going to relax my tone here for a little bit. It's important to be self-compassionate. And it's important to be super aware, hyper aware of your mental health and your relationship with your mind and your conversation that you have every single day with your thoughts and your identification or disidentification with your emotions, right? And all of these mental strengths and mental skills really provide the foundation, not just for Ironman, but for life, right? And because I've been cultivating my self-compassion and because I'm super, I'm hyper aware of my thoughts and my emotions, it allows me to push harder without overdoing it. Now, I, I want to be humble right now, and I want to have a lot of humility and say, Zach, I could, I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong with what I just said in that short monologue over the last 45 seconds. I could be completely wrong. However, I'm happy. I feel good. I'm healthy. I'm only getting better about my diet. I'm only becoming happier. I'm only filling my heart with p- more peace and more joy. I have more blissful moments throughout the day. So... You know, I'm a results-oriented person. I'm results-driven. And all the things I'm doing are providing results. And when it comes to results, uh, I'm going to get into the topic of of part one right here. This is part one of a four-part series of my journey to Cozumel. And this part one is going to focus on, and it's only going to be about another 10 more minutes, is focusing on my recovery because the training and hitting my minimums, to go back to what I was talking about a couple minutes ago and to tie that loop around, uh, put a bow on 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 that, is um, the minimums are great. Hitting the minimums, I will complete Ironman. But, but I want to finish strong. And in order to finish strong, you got to start strong. And in order to start strong, you got to be healthy at the starting line. And that is something I was not in May in Tulsa. I had injuries before I even started the swim, you guys. Before I even started the swim, I had injuries. And look, I'm not saying that to say I'm a beast, and I'm not saying that to brag that, yo, I still finished. What I'm trying to say is that if I felt 100% and I didn't have these injuries going into the swim, the beginning of the race at 6.45 in the morning, then I I would have felt better, and I would have finished stronger, and I would have... um, had a a stronger conviction and feeling of success. Posting that picture on Instagram, I mean, I posted a lot of pictures about Iron Man, but posting those pictures on Iron Man was a good feeling, right? I was thinking about it the entire time during my run. I said, this, uh, I mean, even my swim, my bike, this is my opportunity. This is my one opportunity to become an Iron Man. That was the mentality, guys. I wasn't getting another shot at this. It's now or never. It's I'm either becoming an Iron Man 
or I'm not becoming an Ironman. This is my one opportunity. And in life, when you have opportunities to accomplish something great, the mental has to be, this is your only opportunity. It's now or never. It's do or die. So recovery. <laughs> Sorry, I just get off on tangents here. I, I, have a, I have a good idea and I'm like, oh, let me go down that hole and talk about that. And, and it gets me so far off track that uh, I end up having to take a few steps back. So let me take a few steps back. Part one's about recovery. What have I been doing over the last two and a half, three months to prepare for Ironman Cosmo? Well, hitting my minimums in training, but more so being super intentional about recovery. And the one thing that I've been doing that has been so influential and has yielded the most amount of results is by far the cold plunge. By far the cold plunge. If you don't know what a cold plunge if you don't know what a cold plunge is, uh, it's a ice bath uh, around between 40, 45 degrees. Uh, it's really good for inflammation. It's really good for blood flow. It's really good for oxygen levels. Uh, and, and it's important for recovery for all those reasons. And I train every morning at 7 a.m. And after my 7 a.m. training session, I go right into the cold plunge. And I sit in there for about at least five minutes just from the waist down to get my legs all cold and get the blood really cold and reduce that inflammation. Then I hit the sauna. The sauna is 180 degrees. So I get really, really hot in the sauna. Then I go back to the cold, cold plunge for like seven minutes, sauna for 15, cold plunge for about seven, sauna. And I do that about three times. I end with the cold though. While I'm in the sauna, I also use the foam roller and I elevate my feet. So I'll lay down with my feet up. If you're watching on YouTube, you can kind of see what I'm talking about. I'm laying like this and my feet are like this. So I get the blood to come back down, right? On top of that, sleep is super, super important. Sleep is super important. I've been getting to bed every night around 930, which is really, really good for me because I wake up at five. So the cold plunge has been great. The sauna has been great. Hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot. The foam roller is great. And uh, I've been getting massages every single week. Uh, not really deep tissue massages, more just like a general foot massage, which has been really, really great. And then I've been going to acupuncture. I mean, I've been... Going to my acupuncturist uh, at once every 10 days or so. I've had three sessions. I plan on doing at least at least two or three more before Ironman. And it's it's just really good to uh, relax there. You, you almost fall asleep, but you're also still super conscious. And uh, I, I don't think there's anything I'm missing besides the dailies, the meditation, the good sleep, the gallon of water, the high-fat diet, the turmeric supplements, the omega-3s, the magnesium at night. Um, and this this episode is not about diet. I can save that for another episode if you guys want. But uh, this, this episode is really about where I'm at right now, uh, what I've been doing over the last couple months to make sure that I'm recovering properly. Because look, I'm really not, my plan is not to overtrain. My plan is not to 
you know, train my ass off and get there with all this, you know, training behind me. My goal is to get there feeling healthy. I know I can do an Ironman. You guys, Ironman is for pussies, okay? I can do an Ironman any day of the week, but I want to get there feeling strong, like a young bull, right? Like a young bull. You know what I'm saying? Like a young bull that that is just ready to go, ready to rock. Because in these in these competitive atmospheres on race day, it's a lot easier to push yourself. When there's 1,500 other people swimming behind you, oh, you better keep going. Let me tell you something. One of the craziest things I've done, one of the craziest things I've done is during these races. So actually... Here's, here's actually a pretty funny anecdote, little story about Tulsa. I don't think I've told this yet, but um, in the morning right before – Who's texting me? New event scheduled? Oh, wow. Look at that. We got a really good guest coming on the next podcast. you love to see that. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, Ironman Tulsa at the swim. Right before the swim, they say, if you're expected to finish your swim – at an hour and 10, you start at this time. If you're expected to finish your swim at an hour and 20, it's, you're going to start at this time. Well, I wasn't expected to finish for an hour 30, but I started with the hour 10 guys. Okay. I started with the people that were way faster than me because I wanted to try to keep up. I wanted to push myself. I wanted to be with people that are faster than me. And when you're swimming in these races, and you, and you stop for a second and you turn around and you see 600 people swimming at you full speed, you're going to keep on going. And that's what kept me going in the swim. I finished at an hour and I think 20, hour 25. Can't remember. I got to go back and look at my stats. But um, the only thing I'm focused on from here until November 20th is uh, recovery. I... The next four weeks, um, I will be training harder than I have been just because you got to really train, train super hard before the taper, which is the 10 days before the race where you don't really do too much. So I'm going to hit a 60 miler this weekend on the bike. I'm probably going to hit a 15 miler run this weekend. Uh, but besides that, it's really just maintenance, really just maintenance and recovery, super disciplined about diet, getting good sleep. And, uh, you know, this is the thing. And I say this all the time. I'm going to end with this. I'm going to end with this. The most important thing is keeping the most important thing the most important thing. What's your most important thing? Have a great day, guys. Thanks so much for dropping by the Life Coach Zach podcast. I had an incredible time sitting down and chatting with you, even though I didn't let you talk. Uh, thanks so much for watching. Don't forget to subscribe. If you are curious about what it'd be like to hire me as your life coach. I do have a few spots that are going to be opening up starting November 1. Um, not going to be taking on too many clients only because right now I'm pretty much at full capacity. But um, long story short, head over to lifecoachzack.com. You can schedule a free discovery call with me or you can hire me as your health coach for $99. Thank you so much for dropping by today. You guys have a good one. And I will see you soon and next time on part two of the Iron Cosmel journey or journey to Ironman Cosmel. What should we call it? I'm going to let the podcast editor decide on that one. Have a great day, guys. I'll see you soon.